This is Simply Meditation, an offering of Center for Self-Care, and your mindful coach, that's me, Mark Balser. Each week at 7.15 p.m. on Wednesday, we have an in-person guided meditation and short teaching at Balance for Life Yoga in Devon, Pennsylvania. Feel free to join us there or listen each week to our intro and guided practice or standalone guided practice. If you'd like to learn more, visit me at www.center4selfcare.com or email me at mark at centerforselfcare.com. Thank you and enjoy. Our topic is gratitude. And there's these wonderful videos on a website called gratituderevealed.com. There's mindfulness and there's generosity and all those kinds of things. So kind of gets us in the mood for gratitude. One of the big teachings that I want to share with you about gratitude is it's just another one of these heart openers that we can practice that kind of help us incline the mind towards sensing that gratitude whenever it comes our way. It's not to the exclusion of frustrating, annoying, bad things, but if we're looking out for it, we're more likely to find it. This idea of gratitude as a mind incliner is really exciting to me. This idea that we can prime ourselves and reframe our experience through the practice of gratitude. I don't know when you wake up and you say, I have to you know, run this errand today, or I have this meeting to go to. And if we can find a way to shift our language to, I get to, <laughs> I get to run this errand. I'm able to, I'm healthy enough. I'm um, physically or mentally healthy enough to do that, uh, can create a real shift. This article that uh, Ross was quoted in is called saying thanks has profound benefits on your health. This particular one is actually from uh, 2015, but they interview Ross pretty much every year because he's the gratitude guy. He has two books coming out. So once he gets his book coming out, we'll bring him, bring him in. He'll tell us what it says. So some of the quotes that he has here is gratitude is not only good for the receiver. It's also good for the sender and it changes the relationship said Ross Brinkert, an associate professor of corporate communications at Penn state Abington, who specializes in gratitude communication. That's pretty interesting. The idea that you can transform your own feelings by sending gratitude to someone else. He goes on expressions that come unexpectedly actually have a lot more weight than things that are expected. A present that you get as a total surprise will actually have more meaning to you versus a present that you get on your birthday or Christmas. It's really important to make the opportunity to thoughtfully surprise people because that really stands out for them. So one of the big takeaways from the research on gratitude is keeping it novel that when we wake up every day and, you know, mentally or, or even in words express the same gratitude, it gets a little bit stale. So finding ways to find new and different things throughout our practice uh, can really keep it alive. So we're going to do a little Zen pop quiz as my teacher likes to call it a two, three minute meditation. And then we'll talk about it a little bit and what's been going on that we might be grateful for. So as you're ready, find a posture that supports focus, but also some ease. 
settling into this time and space as you arrive, not only in body, but also mind and heart. Feeling into your body, perhaps noting the anchoring of your bottom in the chair, your feet flat on the floor. Connect with the movement of breath in the body. Observing the flow of the inhale and the exhale. And now taking a moment to bring to mind one good thing. Might be a person or a place a thing or event that you've experienced in the last day or two. One good thing. It can span from the mundane to the meaningful. And now bring an image of this person, place, or thing to your mind. Recall the time recently when you experienced this good thing, bringing it to life, letting the image move and become almost like a movie in your mind. You might recall conversations, interactions, connection with a place, a person, or an activity. Imagine yourself back in that time and place. Notice what emotions come up for you. Pleasant emotions like contentment or happiness or joy. Perhaps even bittersweet emotions as you recall this good thing. Let that emotion spread through your body. Sense where you experience these emotions inside. You might notice it in the area of your heart. You might experience it as a softening of the belly or the muscles of the face. You might even experience it as a smile. and reflecting on your gratitude for this one good thing. And releasing any images from your mind and allowing 
the emotions to stay, perhaps slowly fading or continuing with you as we continue our practice this evening. And then opening your eyes to the sound of the bell. So I want to invite you to take a minute or two. I'd invite you to just write down that one good thing that you brought to mind today. So you can identify it as a person or a place or a thing or an experience or even yourself. And also a little moment for reflection on how it makes you feel. I came to this meditation practice kind of from an intellectual angle. You know, I was, wasn't sleeping, but I wanted proof. I wanted evidence. Some of it I, I was getting from my own experience, but I also, you know, wanted to read the research and that kind of thing. And I found my way to something called the Greater Good Science Foundation. Has anybody ever heard of that? Greater Good Science Foundation is literally the gratitude lobby. I was talking to somebody once and I said, I, you know, they've got a lot of people writing and some really important people that uh, represent them. And the person said, my wife works for the Templeton Foundation. They give a lot of grants and stuff like that. And literally, Greater Good Science Foundation has a lot of money that they just pump into the economy to try to get people to practice gratitude. Their budget's about two and a half million dollars a year, and it's almost all dedicated to these practices. So thank goodness that we've got a lobby for something other than oil and gas. <laughs> so uh, some of their research, and in particular a guy named Robert Emmons, he worked with Paul Ekman, who was the inside out guy. He's mapped all of these emotions so that we've got five or six base emotions, you know, happy, sad, anger, disgust, and so on. And so Robert Emmons, among the gratitude work that he's done, and it's usually based off this kind of three things, is uh, finding that immune systems are improved with practice. Uh, the frequency of positive emotions uh, goes up and loneliness goes down. Self-control is also a big thing that changes and improves when you're practicing gratitude, that you're better at delaying gratification, which is kind of cool. And part of the impetus for him looking into this was his recognition that he started as a cognitive psychologist type guy. And so how can we get people to use their thinking brains to act more rationally? And that's just not how it works. So he re refers to this emotion revolution where we're not going to be able to get ourselves uh, living a, a nourishing life just by thought alone. But if we can train our emotions towards those kind of more positive, pleasant states, things like gratitude, then we ultimately kind of free up our brain, open up our brain so that we can you know, bring that thinking brain in once it's been softened a little bit. So we're not making these decisions when we're angry, we're making these decisions where we're feeling pretty good. So that's Robert Emmons. He's a cool dude. And there's some pretty uh, kind of traditional practices from the Buddhist tradition, one of which we'll try out tonight. 
Uh, and the idea behind it is to reconnect with those feelings of gratitude that we've had before, reconnect for our wishes for other beings to be happy or free of suffering. And in that way, kind of generating a little bit of empathy. Uh, a lot of times we do a relative gratitude. So, you know, you see a, a poor person on the street and you say, ah, oh, I'm glad that I'm not struggling for food. Um, that can be really beneficial to develop that kind of empathy that realize that other people are in pain or struggling. And then there's also an absolute gratitude. And that's a little bit more, uh, you know, I can look outside and see a beautiful tree or uh, appreciate a flower or an animal. And that's evergreen. Anybody can uh, enjoy that in any moment. And so that helps cultivate optimism in my mind as you uh, incline your mind towards those uh, beautiful things that can be shared with everyone. Thich Nhat Hanh, uh, who we uh, practiced with at the retreat last weekend, he has uh, four, uh, four earth touchings, he calls them, but they're all gratitude practices. And so you can, you can meditate on this. We're going to do a different one tonight. But the five phrases that he uses are, in gratitude, I bow to all generations of ancestors in my blood family. In gratitude, I bow to all generations of ancestors in my spiritual family. So you think about how your beliefs were formed, religious, spiritual, and so on. In gratitude, I bow to this land and all of the ancestors who made it available. In gratitude and compassion, I bow down and transmit my energy to those I love. So recognition of the deep connections and belonging that we have with other people. And then finally, in understanding and compassion, I bow down to reconcile myself with all those who have made me suffer. Obviously, he put that last, right? <laughs> because we've softened ourselves up uh, just to imagine what that might be like to have gratitude for those who cause us pain, cause us suffering. I'd rather that not be the case, but those are often the people that support our growth because we have to figure out how to work with them or live with them and so on. So I'll share these five earth touchings with you in the email that I send out later this week. These traditional practices on gratitude open up a gateway to joy. So we're going to do a practice that Jack Kornfield has popularized, but we start with our gratitude and then we move into how, having connected with that gratitude, we can share our joy uh, with others and for others and also for ourselves. So you're ready to practice? Let's do it. So dropping back into that posture that supports a practice of insight, a practice of compassion both for yourself and others. You might become aware of the breath where it's most predominant in the body. Sensing the belly or chest as it rises and falls. Perhaps sensing the movement of air as it enters and exits your nostrils or your mouth. Taking a minute or two just to sit and observe, noticing how your experience flows 
thoughts arise, feelings arise, and gently guide your attention back to the breath and begin again. Sensing how the breath can soothe you, relaxing the body, easing the heart. And you can begin the practice of gratitude by sensing and feeling how year after year, you've cared for yourself. Sensing how you've fed yourself. Sensing how you've made a home for yourself. Sensing the hard work that goes into living a sometimes chaotic, sometimes wonderful, sometimes challenging life. And recognizing our interdependence, our dependence on others, on our world, you might reflect on the following phrases. With gratitude, I remember the people, animals, plants, insects, creatures of the sky and sea, air and water, fire and earth all whose joyful exertion blesses my life every day. With gratitude, I remember the care and labor of a thousand generations of elders and ancestors who came before me. I offer my gratitude for the safety and well-being that I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the blessing of this earth that I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the measure of health that I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the family and friends I have been given.
I offer my gratitude for the community I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the teachings and lessons I have been given. And I offer my gratitude for the life that I have been given. As we tap into the gratitude we have for our own blessings, we can also be grateful for the blessings of others. As you continue to breathe gently, coming back to the breath, if you're distracted, you might bring to your mind someone you care about, someone for whom your love comes quite easily. I'm bringing an image of them to your mind, feeling the joy you have for their well-being for their happiness, their success. With each breath, imagine offering them your grateful, heartfelt wishes. May you be joyful. May your happiness increase. May your good fortune and the causes for your joy and happiness increase. You might repeat these phrases silently. May you be joyful. May your happiness increase. May your good fortune and the causes for your joy and happiness increase. You might tap into the sympathetic joy you have for this being, feeling with each phrase the love and care you have for them. May you be joyful. May your happiness increase. May your good fortune and the causes for your joy and happiness increase. And as a natural gratitude arises for this person, you might extend the practice to another being you care about bringing an image of them to mind and reciting the same simple phrases to share your heart's intention. May you be joyful. 
May your happiness increase. May your good fortune and the causes for your joy and happiness increase. Feeling the gratitude rise as you wish for joy for this being, as you wish for their happiness to increase, as you wish for their good fortune and the causes of this good fortune to continue to increase. And you might slowly open the meditation to include a neutral person, perhaps a stranger, someone you've encountered in your travels. Sensing how there are billions and billions of people that are neutral to you and they wish for these same things. Sharing this wish, may you be joyful. May your happiness increase. May your good fortune and the causes for your joy and happiness increase. It might be that you want to include someone who's experiencing a difficult time, or even someone who's caused you difficulty. Perhaps someone you consider an enemy. What might it be like to share these wishes just in your mind with them as well? May you be joyful. May your happiness increase. May your good fortune and the causes for your joy and happiness increase. Letting this sympathetic joy and gratitude extend as far as you'd like including young people and old people, people near and far, perhaps even all beings, all beings everywhere. May we all be joyful. May our happiness increase. May our good fortune and the causes for our joy and happiness increase. Tapping into how the heart may have softened and opened. Opening to the gratitude of this moment. The gifts of this practice. The gifts of our group.
And now letting go of any particular technique, coming back to the sensation of breath, breathing in and out, in and out, continuing for several cycles of soothing breath in these last moments of practice. 